Hope you guys are doing good today, though. For anyone new to the podcast, um, my name's Evan. If you've made it this far, good for you. It must be very confusing. Um, I'm a glass blower at Bear Mountain Studios. Uh, we I, I, actually, Isaac, we could even use this for the little intro, intro clip. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Um, yeah, if you're new to this podcast, basically what this is, uh, we sit here, we sash, we talk about life, we talk about glass. I'm a glass blower, so we show off cool prototypes and new pieces I'm working on. We talk about the flavors and consistencies of concentrates, but almost never talk about the consistencies, but the flavors are talked about. Um, and yeah, this is the What's For Everybody podcast. What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode 59 of the podcast. Oh, man, it feels good to be back. Last week, I was a bit sick. My kiddo brought home a stomach bug, and I did not want to uh, risk getting my producer sick as well with it because it, uh, it was evil. I don't know what it was. It was something, something. It was a demon. It was horrible. But I'm happy to be over that and back to our normal schedule here. Before we get into today's episode, do not forget to sign up for our newsletter at bmsglass.com. Best way to keep up to date on drops, new things coming out, giveaways, and whatnot. We do have a giveaway this week. It will have probably already happen by the time this podcast comes out, but that's another reason you should sign up for those newsletters because we're going to promote it in there. So just in case you don't see my Instagram post because the way the algorithm is at times, this way you get a direct email saying, hey, we're giving away a piece of glass today. You should really go check it out. And that's at bmsglass.com. Um, oh, man, what else? What other thing did I have to go over right before you get into the episode? Ah, oh, fuck it. But again, sorry for fucking missing this. Like, the last four weeks, we've missed a couple episodes in the last four weeks. Unlike us, but did my first vacation eight years. And then got sick after, so it was just one thing after another. But I'm hoping that now we can get back to our consistency that we usually bring here at the What's Bear Buddy podcast. So... Today, we have a few pieces on the table you guys have seen before. This one you saw last episode with Chris from Peace Within Hash, but I got a drop down for it now and a matching spinner cap, and I want to use this piece today and show the owner off this one more time because it's going out tonight. I'm stoked to have these accessories done. I swear, accessories always take a few tries. Like Sometimes drop downs will take longer than the actual piece, and it's not because the drop down itself is more time to assemble or prep, but it's the thing is if you're a perfectionist, and then like just like getting everything like even and level and perfect and straight, you know, it can be it can be challenging sometimes, especially if you look at something too much. Sometimes if you look at something too much, even if it's perfect, for some reason it'll start leaning one way and you're like, what's happening? Like you just I don't I don't at least that's my experience with building certain things when I'm, you know, trying to create symmetry in a piece, is if I stare at it too long, sometimes I need to put it in the kiln and sleep on it and look at it the next day after I have a little bit of rest. That way I'm able to actually uh you know, <clears throat> not overthink or overlook something or like look at it too hard where it starts actually looking crooked, but it's not. So I'm stoked to have the accessories done for this piece. We're gonna show it off today, smoke it, show these accessories off, see how they all work. Um, then we have my classic 14 mil double diffused on the table. And then we have the giveaway piece on the table right here. We're gonna be giving away a 10 millimeter um, triple double this week. As kind of like a thank you, um, these Sunday sales are just, uh, they're so overwhelming, and I know you guys have been watching me do this for years and selling out stuff, so believe it or not, though, I'm still not used to it. Every Sunday after we sell stuff, I just feel like it's like, 
I feel like I have to give something back because it's like, oh my god, like so many people came out to support and then so many people didn't get something and they're really like actually genuinely bummed out. Like I need to like give back and show that like I care about all the support and that I appreciate it. Cause like you can say, Oh, I appreciate it guys and make a podcast or post things. But it's like, sometimes you have to physically uh, show people by giving stuff away. And, or at least this is my philosophy. I'm not telling other people to do this. This is just why I'm explaining why I'm doing it. So we're going to be giving away that 10 millimeter triple double this week as a thank you for all the support on these Sunday sales and everything we're doing here at Bear Mountain Studios and the What's Bear Buddy podcast. Um, <clears throat> it's just, uh, man, those sales are so fucking overwhelming though. I swear every Sunday, like me and my wife, like we'll both look at each other and we have like these huge, like, like pit stains where like sweat and it's the weirdest sweat. It's like nervous sweat, like that really thin watery sweat. It's like not like workout sweat. It's like that. I'm fucking nervous, like anxiety sweat. We get that every Sunday sale, and then like when the sale's over, it's like a big relief. But like I don't know why we get so stressed out about those, or like why it gets us so uptight. It's like exciting for us too, because it's like, oh, are people gonna show up this week? Are people gonna scoop stuff? Or like, what's gonna do well? What pieces aren't gonna do well? Or I mean, right now everything's doing well and everything's selling out immediately. But still, we like to be really uh, conscious of it that like all things are temporary and we, we want to appreciate each one of these gifts we are given, like when we're getting them and not be like, so like, Oh, like this is forever. We're just always going to be selling out Sunday sales. Like that's not realistic. I'm super grateful that it's happening right now. And it's part of our story right now. And it's really helping us, um, push bear mountain farther and be able to invest more money into like tools, materials. Like we've been saving money cause we're like, we're in this position right now where like, do we buy a building and expand again? Cause then I could have like a whole podcast studio. That's a separate room. I could have a big, big space where I could have a lot more glass floors and everyone have more space. And I could also have a space to rent out studio space where new glass floors could come in and just rent it like a regular studio. They're not part of Bear Mountain Studios, but if I see someone in there that shows potential, I could offer them a job. So it'd be a way to like filter in new people or give people an opportunity to make their own glass, not just work for me. So I'm trying to think of the next step with the company and what I should do. Um, a year ago, I was like, oh, once I get to the point where the studio is all built out in your house and functioning good and like you're doing sales, then you can just chill. You can just live your life and, you know, start doing things on the weekends and pick up a hobby. And I started, that's what I was thinking. Now that I've gotten to the point where I'm generating the capital and I'm looking at options of buying buildings, I'm like, wait, dude, you're just going to work harder now. What is happening? So I'm trying to figure out, do I like just keep going harder or do I like sustain or do I slow down or not slow down, but sustain? Do I just stay in my garage and just keep grinding or do I like try to have more like uh, dreams, ambitions to go bigger? I worry about going bigger though, because I'm like, is our industry big enough to sustain a company if I were to build something really big? Like, is there, and I think it is, but at the same time, like I, I worry about myself. I'm like, are you educated enough are you skilled enough to manage and put something together like that or are you going to try to do it and then fail and then end up being like fuck if i would have just stayed in my garage and just completed my orders like life would have been fine but instead i tried to go bigger and then i fucked it all up for everyone kind of like at this like tipping point where i'm like what do i do do i push farther or do i kind of just sustain but i'm gonna keep meditating on it saving money working hard figuring out what the next big investment is for the company because i work this hard to put money into my company and also too to take care of all sorts of people in our family. So <clears throat> it's a it's a it's a thing I'm grateful that I'm able to do and I have the ability to do it and make money from it and I'm trying to figure out hey, long term is the goal to actually build something where I can have a handful of people working for me so that if I need to take a week off, the company doesn't stop, it just keeps moving while I'm gone for a week. 
that's really uh, probably the goal I want to get to because I, I want Bear Mountain, because Bear Mountain Studios, the idea was always supposed to be a company, like a brand. And then like I could build an artist name <clears throat> on the side as well. So in order for it to be a sustainable company or brand, it needs to be more than just me making stuff. Right now it's just me making stuff. I got Cormac finally making bubble caps for the RBRs, which is helping me. It's taking one day a week out of my schedule where I don't have to make caps for the pieces. So now I can focus on making more pieces, which is really cool. And then the next goal is because we ordered two more Vertigo lathes. I'm not sure when the fuck I'm going to be here, but um, when we, whenever we get those, then I can start teaching a key master glass or at least have Cormac train them on the bubble cap thing. But we're trying to bring more people in, trying to get more people on the team. But my wife is like, oh, dude, like, this is our home. I don't want any more people in our house. Like, it'll be eight, nine o'clock at night, and I'll be like trying to get my baby to bed, and there'll be someone walking through our house to go to the bathroom or something. It's like, I can't. I mean, like, we're running this out of our home. We probably got to get a building. We got to get it out of the house. Even though I've built this beautiful home studio in my garage, it's like, still, we're at my house. And it's hard to bring on more people because. Say if I bring someone in for an interview, they have to come interview me. What do we go to the local Starbucks and sit down for an interview? Or do I let them come to my home? And I'm like, well, that was a weirdo. It sucks they know my address now. Like, that's the thing too. If, if you have a disgruntled employee and they work out of your garage, well, now you have an angry person in your home. And it's just, so yeah, not that I've ever had that. Like my dudes that work for me, like we're like super good. And yeah, I'm just trying to think long-term. For example, more what I'm saying is like, if I were to bring more people on, these are the things I have to start worrying about because the next employees I bring on, it needs to be a quicker process. Like it's taken Cormac a few years to get to the point now where he's like cranking for me, like three years, like, and like Brandon's in his, or Keymaster's in his second year. So like <clears throat> next people I need to bring in, I need to bring someone in that's up to speed within a couple months. It can't be years. And uh, if we were to move at that pace, I need to have a facility probably that's, you know, able to facilitate and give someone a space to work in that environment because when you're at someone's house like there's times like where the guys want to come into work and like something happened like dealing with like a family member being sick or like dealing with like just having a tough day and we're all a little bummed out and the vibes are weird in the house it's like i need a place that's not my home so that way i can leave work sometimes and go calm down with my family and then also to so like my personal life doesn't slow down other people from coming to work as well so we're figuring it out trying to figure out all the expanding things with the company this is all small business talk shit and it's probably not what you guys came here to listen to i'll take a couple more hits off this and let's smoke some hash i got some really good uh hash today i got some papaya rosin it's so fire and this is sub three ogs i'm not really sure what it is but it tastes really great it's a really nice classic kind of like og like terp i don't know it's like um for me, it's like exactly what I want in a joint, type of, like the type of flower I like. Kind of wish I had a coffee now though. It's, I was just telling my producer, I was like, I'm not gonna drink coffee, I'm gonna drink a smoothie and some water and try to feel better today. Because usually what I do is I'll work out in the morning and then just not eat or do anything. And then I'll like, throughout the day, I'll starve myself from nutrients and nutrition and around 11 o'clock at night, I'll give my body everything it wants. I'll give it like a green smoothie. I'll take like cordyceps mushrooms, I'll take um, like lion's mane, I'll take all these like healthy booster benefit things at like 11 o'clock at night. So then my body's all of a sudden like, oh my God, all the things we need to survive. And then I wake the fuck up and then I have another four hours I can work into the night. So I'll like starve myself all day of nutrients. And then I'll give right when my body's about to collapse, when it's like, we're going to die, you got to go to bed, give it all the nutrients. And then it wakes its ass back up and I get five more hours of work. 
So that's what I've been doing lately, and it's been working really good. But I've been getting kind of sick in the mornings, um, so I need to like probably start doing more nutrients throughout the day now, because it's just like uh, I'm just trying to find that balance where I can continue to work all the time. It's getting harder. I've been doing it for so many years that it's like now it's like it is easier for me to grind than it was in the beginning, but it's getting harder to have the stamina that I used to have. If that makes sense, like. The mental part of grinding isn't as hard as it used to be. I'm more comfortable being in that space of constantly working, but my physical body itself is getting fatigued a lot quicker than it used to. And it might be because I work out three days a week doing like powerlifting and stuff now, because I'm trying to get in shape and I've been doing it for the last six, seven months. Um, so that might be part of it. Uh, but I think it's also too, just like, you know, being a parent, just having a lot on your plate, doing, trying to do everything and expecting your body to stay the same for years to come. I'm only 31, super young, not even in my prime yet. I'm pretty sure they say you're in your prime when you're about 35. Mm. But who knows? You know, when I was younger, people that were 35, 40 looked so old. Like so old, like a forty-year-old that looked, a forty-year-old looked fucking old as shit. <coughs> I even see pictures of family members from back in the day, and I'll be like, "Mom, how old was this uncle right here?" And she'd be like, "Oh, he's thirty-eight." I'm like, "Why does he look like he's in his fifties? I think people back in the day, honestly, just looked older because they fucking beat the shit out of themselves with all the fucking drugs and alcohol and just like working like animals. I think that was a standard back in the fucking eighties and seventies and sixties. I don't even know." Because people aged at a different pace back then. Because nowadays I see a 40-year-old and I'm like, you look like you're fucking like in your 20s. Like, it's crazy what happens if you like eat the right food and take care of yourself. It's nuts. It's like what it actually does. Saying the guy who just tells you how he starves himself all day of nutrients and doesn't sleep and then gives it to himself right at the end of the night so he wakes up for an extra five hours. But I am mentally on that kind of like grind where I'm like, I'm going to get to that point where I'm real healthy. I'm conscious of it. Alright, let's enjoy it for a bit. Let's take some dabs. I really want to smoke this whole setup because it just looks so good with the drop down and everything and the full crushed opal like RBR spinner cap. It's like it's a really, really cool set. I'm super stoked how it came out. Drop downs for 10 millimeter triple doubles are tough. They're tough because this 10 mil joint right there, that's a handmade, hand ground, crushed opal joint. These joint 10 mil joints are small. And when you're making them with crushed opal, the glass needs to be a certain thickness in order for it to like, you know, hold the opal safely. It can't be too thin or else it could check and it just won't hold the opal safely. So you have to make them thick enough so they're actually able to hold opal and be strong enough to hold the weight of the drop down and not just shear off. And when you make something thicker like that, especially it being a small joint, it makes the internal diameter of that hole smaller. And when that hole gets smaller, that adds restriction onto the piece, which can make the function not as comfortable. You have to pull a little harder. This drop down, I got super dialed in and it did not add restriction to the piece. It honestly, the piece hits so nice with this drop down. Like I put it on there this morning and I was like excited. I'm like, because we even gave the customer a warning. We're like, hey, the 10 mil drop downs add a lot of restriction to the piece. Like just a heads up, like we don't recommend you do it. We recommend you get a long neck Evan Shore now. And he was like, I'm fine with it. He just, he just wanted the full set. He wanted all the accessories. I'm the same way as a collector. Even if I'm not going to use something, like when I put the piece away, I want to see that it has all the bells and whistles, accessories, the drop downs, the caps, everything matching. It's an aesthetic thing. And it's just, I don't know, it's the shit that makes me feel good too. So I get it. So I, I made this happen for him because this is like an expensive, expensive piece. 
and it was only right and i'm stoked that it came out so nice because it, it seriously functions so nice with it. it swings it out nice and far um it just honestly balances the piece really well so let's heat this nail up and take a couple dabs of this papaya rosin i got here from my friend organic garden dog i love 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 when my friends um organic garden dog anthony and roxy when they have terps because it's like not super often because they're a very small like personal garden like they're not like you know they're like it's it's more of like a like a personal kind of thing it's not like big giant garden with tons of terps all the time it's like something you gotta like really appreciate when you get it and man this papaya like i've never had papaya from them and i honestly i'm so surprised how well that flavor comes through on rosin it's just so so strong so much papaya flavor and fucking cormac uses these blazers to turn on his glass blowing torch when he comes to work and he never cranks the knob all the way down when he's done so he just lets the butane blow up so i have like no butane today so we're probably going to be using a hand torch from this fucking glass blowing bench behind me to heat these nails up at a certain point because i can already see how weak that fucking flame is i mean it's going to take all day we don't have all day guys we got like that's not going to work all right bucket well see it's still smoking a little bit though so there's still some some turps on there. I put a shorter nail on here um, because I didn't need the long neck because we got a drop down. So the the I mean the reason we do the long neck nails with Evan Shore is so that it moves that bucket farther away from the piece. So if you're getting wild and getting that dab nice and hot, or you have that one friend that's not paying attention when he's warming up the piece, that way he doesn't blast the side of your piece and potentially check or crack the glass. All right, so I got to do a weird fucking position here while I talk to you guys to actually heat this up. Gotta use this fucking Smith hand torch. What can you do? You may, we make it work here, folks. I don't mean to have like my back to you a little bit, but the fucking hoses on this torch aren't super long. So this is as close as we can get her. But we'll warm it up. Using a little fluffy flame that way I don't uh, chaz my chaz now, you know? Uh, that should be good. Yeah, and that's just how we're going to have to do it today, folks. You know, it's something different every day, isn't it? Oh, my God. I, this morning, I like, last night I knew I should have stopped and got butane because I had a feeling. I was like, I bet you all those blazers were left open. And they just blew off all the butane I had. And lo and behold, that's what happened. But we have ways of still smoking. Imagine if I didn't have a glass blowing studio behind me. How would I get high? You know what I mean? It would be a real fucking mess. We'd have to like use the, the Bic or something. Get it just, just a little just black and just kind of hot so it kind of melts it. Super low temp. Honestly, the fucking glass blowing torches heat up these nails so much hotter than like a regular torch. That's why I tried to kind of just use a small fluffy flame and brush it. Yeah, actually it's only 600 degrees, not bad. Let that cool down for just a little longer. I'm gonna take a scoop of this papaya out. This stuff is just gorgeous. It's like sweating. Looks like fucking cookie dough. Smells insane. I just smell that stuff, bro. Let me slide it. Oh, I, I suck. I tried to slide it to Ajax. I just couldn't, though. I checked out the, some crazy papaya, right? Serious.
Not even sure. Like, I guess it'd be a good angle. This bitter cap really worked. <coughs> <coughs> Holy fuck. Wow, that spitter cap works good. Holy fuck. It like. Vaporize the oil so fast, but not hot. This shit spins it so fast, but it's not like it was. That was weird. Maybe it was from, maybe it was from that torch. Maybe it like penetrated the glass more and really heated it up evenly or something. But the way that vaporized when that was spinning, I got like the whole dab instantly. It reminded me of taking like a turp slurp. Oh my god, I can't even talk. But it reminds me of taking a dab through a slurper, <coughs> where you just. The surface area really fucking did its job and like just vaporized every bit of oil instantly. So I didn't have to like exert my lung capacity and just trying to inhale it all. I instantly got it. It's like doing a shotgun of beer. Oh my God. Wow, really, really good. It just tastes amazing, super smooth. It was just a little overwhelming how quick the volume of smoke went into my body. That was the part that got me, but Flavor, smooth, everything was just so pleasant. Wow. This customer is going to shit his pants when he smokes this piece. This one is so good. It's so dialed. The 10 mil is really, it's nice. They're smaller than the 3x3. Three three. The 14 mil 3x3s three are uh, behemoths. They're big boys. This is a big pipe too in the pipe game, but this is really perfect man i think he's just going to be so stoked when he gets this i'm working on a crunk piece right now that's a three by three i have four crunk pieces in the works i've been working on the last few days i probably got another five at least days of work i got a bunch of stuff shaped already and drains made it's like the perks are going to take me a couple days because i'm going to be making all handmade colored hand ground doers so let's take a little time to get them really perfect it usually takes me I usually have to make two or three before I get the one I'm super happy with, but that's that's glass blowing. You'll if you go into a most glass blowing studios, we just did spring cleaning, so all of our shit's gone. But if you go into most glass blowing studios, you'll sometimes see um, a pipe. You'll see three of the same pipe, all the same color, and you're like, why is there three of those just sitting there? Or parts for pipes. So you'll see three drains or three mouthpieces. Glass blowing. Well, the first two I didn't like, so then you know the third one's the good one. Sometimes it just takes a, a few tries to uh, <clears throat> get exactly what you're looking for. Even if you're a skilled glass blower. Could just be that morning too, you know, you're getting warmed up. It's like, damn, the first one wasn't it, the second one wasn't it, but that third one, now I'm warmed up. Now we're on point. Sometimes it takes a couple warm-up pieces to really get in that flow where every single thing is coming out perfect. But most of the time I find, especially the more parts you have in a pipe, the more you know, parts you're going to make because you're going to make doubles and triples of things because you're not happy with it or it doesn't fit right or it's a little bit too big or too small. There's a lot of variance, especially when you're talking functional glass because functional glass, especially recyclers, but all the way down to even a mini tube, 
if you're actually pulling on it, putting water in it, the diameter of all these different, you know, down stems and the mouthpieces and the beat in the bottoms, all these, all these things factor into how it even functions, if it functions at all. So yeah, it's important. Even if it looks good, look at those, look at the diameter of stuff. The internal diameter could really affect things. Oh my God. Still trying to recover from that dab. Honestly, my eyes were open. Now they just keep closing and it's kind of what it is, you know, um, when the hash is good, I mean, it really does something to you. It gets you. Listen to like other people talk about dabbing that are like seasoned smokers, but they don't dab. And then they talk about people who smoke hash is like, I don't even participate in the conversation. I just want to listen. And like, I won't even tell people I dab. I'll just like, listen to like, like older people talk about it or people that are even my age talking about it or listening on podcasts to people I look up to talking about people who dab. I don't know. <clears throat> I think that, uh, we got to break the stereotype with it a little bit and make people realize it's just a different way of consuming cannabis. And honestly, it's just a more refined way of consuming it. I start every podcast with a joint for the most part. I smoke more flour probably than I take dabs. And that's just because hash is so strong. Like if I could take dabs and it would make me feel like I just took like one hit off a joint. Cause Cause like throughout the day, like I'm not getting fucking super stoned all the time. Like I'm a parent, so I have like all I have a lot going on. Um, I have like designated smoking time sometimes, but whatever. Um, and this is one of them. But I don't know. I think that there's a just like a weird stereotype being made about people who use like concentrates or dab or use glass. And uh, I think we've talked about it before, but maybe it's because the only videos that ever go viral is like wild shit, like. Shit, I've had videos go on World Star. It's like the only one that ever made it to World Star wasn't like a nice low temp dab. It was like me stacking six carb caps and taking like a giant dab and then like reheating it with two torches. It was just obnoxious. So it's like I'm not, I'm part of the problem, honestly. But what can you do? <coughs> we can talk about it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think you got to break the stereotype. But at the same time, not part of the problem. I was watching a podcast the other day and they had like uh part of the podcast where they were just shotgunning beers and like just for like fun and it's like okay and then other people now are starting to smoke weed on their podcasts so I think it's all like contextual and more like people's perspective or what they think something is I think we just got to give people other paths to follow with their perspective because the only one they have right now is like oh that's not weed that's like something else that's like drugs like which man it might be because, wow, let me tell you, it's <clears throat> strong. But at the same time, like, I think humans fucking need drugs. Some people don't, but everyone needs some sort of release, whether it's going to church on Sunday, smoking a bowl, drinking a beer, having a glass of wine, or eating at a certain restaurant that you have a favorite dish at. Every single person needs some sort of way to, like, release and kind of, like, go outside themselves for a minute and take a break from how tough it is to be human. And... You know, cannabis is the one that works for me, but I say, hey, shit ain't for everybody. This is definitely not. I have friends that cannot even smoke weed anymore now. They have anxiety attacks because they're at a point in their life where things are tough. And weed will let you know if you're ignoring something. It'll let you know if you need to work on something. But we don't always need to have, like, that. Like, if you're getting anxiety or having, like, horrible stress from weed, like, I mean... Unless you're benefiting from that in some way, I'd probably say, like, you know, maybe weed's telling you to take a fucking break from it. But for me, this is like a motivator. 
big time. It's like one of those things where it's like, even if I'm having a horrible day, I'm like, hey, I get to go have a cup of coffee, smoke a little bit of a joint, throw on a fun podcast or maybe a cool documentary. I'm not going to say tree. I'm going to say Terry today. Documentary. Because I'm from upstate New York and we sound like really weird from where I'm from. But that's, that's for me, that's like how I calm down and having those little, like even on your worst day, like I've had a lot of bad days over the last few weeks. It's our family's going through some shit right now. But um, it's just having those like little things to look forward to is like what all humans I think we need. And if some people can't find it, they might, I think those are the people that go crazy. They just can't have any break from how tough it is just existing. You know, I don't care who you are. Everyone has their challenges and their traumas. But yeah, let's take more dabs because it's kind of going in a weird place. Um, all right, so this, and I want to take another dab on this because this piece is fucking awesome. This piece gets me so stoned though. Like the other night, I took it, I still haven't posted this dab video. The other night, I took a dab video on this thing <clears throat> and I wanted to post it, but like, I like got so high from it that when I go back and watch it now to like post it, like I get a little anxiety. I'm like, whoa, I remember what happened that night. Dude, I had like the weird, it was the most stoned I've maybe ever been. It was insane. Like my wife just kept asking what was wrong with me. And I was like, I literally don't know. I was like, I feel <clears throat> way too stoned. And like, thankfully kiddo's asleep. My wife's completely like just like normal and fine and I'm just like on the couch like with my eyes closed like everything's spinning Oh my god, and, I, and then I got really bad anxiety, but about nothing like anxiety about weird shit Like I got mad about the Holocaust Like I started getting really pissed about shit from like oh, 80 years ago Like just stuff that has nothing to do with me Not saying that that's like dumb stuff, but like just like I could be mad about like <clears throat> a lot more practical things in life like how Certain family members are suffering or people are in the hospital. But instead, I was having anxiety about everything. Just, like, giant picture stuff. Like, the future and, like, artificial intelligence. It was bad. It was, like, this weird, like, crazy person anxiety. And then I was like, okay, I'm not going to take big dad videos anymore. At least not on the, any three-by-threes. Because those fucking things hit. Like, this thing. Because I think... It's so exciting watching one of these when you're smoking it because you can see the, when from the smoker's point of view, you can see the bubbles dumping into each drain. And it's like, it almost makes you take a bigger hit because you're just focusing on that and not the smoke going through now. Like, I'm not looking at the carb cap and the pearl spinning so much as I'm looking down. <coughs> I don't know if you guys have ever taken like a giant hit and then you close your eyes and blow it out and you don't look at the smoke that's coming out of your mouth. It's a lot easier to get a giant hit out if you do that without coughing. If you just don't acknowledge how much smoke you just exhaled, at least for me, it's like a mind over matter thing. I'm like, I'm going to take a giant hit and then I'm going to close my eyes and just blow the whole thing out and pretend that it was a tiny hit because I didn't really feel it. I just, if, but if I see the thickness and the cloud of smoke, then I'm like, in real life, I'm like, oh fuck, I'm about to be stoned, like really stoned. Watch out. Man, apple pie hits in a different way. I wish I knew more about the genetics of this plant. I don't know if it's like a sativa indica or a hybrid. I know nothing about it. I should have the grower on that did it. But it's like got to be some sort of sativa because I feel really like awake. Um, but maybe it's that smoothie I've been drinking. I need another sip of that fucking. My mouth is fucking dry from talking too much and taking that first dab on that, which is honestly, it didn't look like a big dab on my dabber. But then when I blew it out, I was like, something happened. Mm-hmm. 
goodness. All right. But we're going to get more into more papaya, and we're going to go at it again, heat it up with the same torch. So it's going to be a similar outcome, unfortunately, for me. But, you know, hopefully after this one, it still makes sense, because I don't even know how far we're in. Um, this is our first episode back after another week break, which I feel horrible about. But you guys are... It's really awesome, all the people that reach out that are, like, genuinely like, oh, dude, I was, like, really, like, I'm looking forward to this as part of my Sunday. I'm like, oh, like, I felt bad, but at the same time, I was like, oh, it's nice to have people that care about what you're doing, you know? It's just, it's a good feeling. I'm going to first scoop my dab, and I'm going to clean this nail up a little bit, because I did not Q-tip that at all after that last dab. But I'm going to get this dab out first. This stuff smells fucking crazy. It's not <clears throat> Yeah, and that was like super smooth, but like sometimes my first dab of the day, like I like fry my throat, I swear. And it's like why my wife now she like she's like, no, I'll just smoke a joint. She's like the dabbing is like I need like she does not smoke that much hash anymore. Like maybe take one dab a week if it's like the weekend and it's late and she's like, Let's fucking play some World of Warcraft or something, maybe she'll take a dab and get wild, but she likes her flowers, which I do too. We smoke a lot of joints. I'm just gonna take this off there. And like we've, neither of us have ever smoked cigarettes in our whole life. So I don't know why we like smoking joints. I think that it's because we can control how stoned we get. I think if you were to talk about in a medicine point of view, I'd say we can control the dose a little easier than if we were to take a dab of a concentrate. <clears throat> so, like, when we're smoking a joint and, like, drinking some coffee late at night, playing a video game or something together, um, just, you can take, like, one hit, and you're like, okay, like, I feel plenty stoned. Or you can, like, sit there and take a few and, like, control, like, the dosage depending on how, like, sore or tired or how you're feeling, you know? But with dabs, maybe that's the reason some people are kind of, like, funny about them, like, that don't, aren't super educated because they've had a few friends that have taken dabs. And they're like, dude, that shit's like, I heard it's like crazy, it's like this, and it's like, yes, it is. Everything they're saying is pretty much true, but it, you know, you have to just like anything. It's like really hard to do a lot of things until you do it a few times. Like, you know, just get in there, try harder, take more dabs, you know, put in more effort. But, <laughs> but really, that's what it is because. I remember when I first came to Colorado, like our first night here, we had like driven, we had just moved here and we went to a friend's house cause I, we couldn't get our keys to our house till the next day. So we went and like stayed at a friend's house and they had hash and I had just driven from New York to there and oh man, that might've been the highest I've ever been cause it's the only time I ever blacked out from weed because like we went and did things. <clears throat> we went to restaurants. I just remember being terrified. No, I blacked out twice from me. Once was my first time ever hitting a bong in New York City. And then the second time was my first time in Denver. Um, also taking a dab through a bong, like, piece. I think it was a down neck bubbler. You guys remember down neck? I don't know if you've ever seen his work. That used to be one of my wife's favorite fucking glass blowers. Goodness, that kiddo gets me sometimes. Love him. All right, we're gonna use the fucking hand torch. Where are we? Oh, the light's still on, dude. Sick. Sick. All right. 
Safety first, folks. This is the key thing. You know, with fire and weed, you know, you just got to watch out. So, again, it's going to be a weird angle while we wind this up. We're going to sit like this. We will turn the torch on. Oh, God. I've taken one dab this episode, and, like, I feel great. But I know that it's really, really strong. I feel it. You know, that's really, uh, God, that sounds horrible. God. So it's going to sound how it's going to sound. It's going to sound how it's going to sound. This torch tip is fucked. Hope you guys are doing good today, though. For anyone new to the podcast, um, my name's Evan. If you've made it this far, good for you. It must be very confusing. Um, I'm a glass blower at Bear Mountain Studios. Uh, we I, actually, Isaac, we could even use this for the little intro, intro clip. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Um, yeah, if you're new to this podcast, basically what this is, uh, we sit here, we sesh, we talk about life, we talk about glass. I'm a glass blower, so we show off cool prototypes and new pieces I'm working on. We talk about the flavors and consistencies of concentrates, but almost never talk about the consistencies, but the flavors are talked about. Um, and yeah, this is the What's For Everybody podcast. And right now, for the people that have been listening for the last 35 minutes, um, we're just killing time while they heat the nail. And I'm trying to make sound that's not this torch sound. Because this torch sounds horrible right now. The tip is melted. So it's uh, got some weird thing that it's doing with the air. Okay. Fuck. Cool, cool, cool. Nice and Chaz nail there. Good stuff. You ever just not know where to put your mood map? It's kind of where I'm at right now. Mm. Well, I'm excited to get this piece out of the studio today because, man, she's been here too long. But that's life. Man, this papaya from Organic Garden Dog, though, I'll tell you what, it is special. Someone DM'd me. Um, God, I wish I remembered your name. But it's his cut papaya. And I got to DM him back and say thank you. Because it is a really great cut. I've only ever had papaya really in um, uh, BHO or what's it called? Hydrocarbon extracts before. Used to have a lot of papaya back in the day from Viola. It used to always be available. And it was just a consistent thing. We were like, oh, like I want to taste something like in the fruity terp profile and strong. Let's go with that papaya because I know that that is going to have that terp no matter what. It's always potent. In rosin, though, man, it's really nice. It almost, in rosin, it has a much more, it has the papaya flavor, but it has a lot of, like, um, like, I, at least I'm getting a lot of, like, creamy, like, almost, like, heavy whipping cream, like, vanilla, like, with that papaya flavor. Almost like it's, like, a papaya custard or, like, a, I don't even know, papaya with some sort of cheese, but, like, a good sweet cheese. It's like a dessert, you know what I mean? That's what I'm trying to fucking say right now. All right. Wow, God, how confusing would this podcast be if you've never watched it? That's got to be what happens when we get a dislike. It's lit because, like, we only get a couple here and there. It's, like, got to be, like, the one person that's... Because I see it in the algorithm on my TV. Like, I'll see, like, my face pop up, and I'll be like, oh, this is funny. And, only, you know, like... And so, like, someone must just, like, stumble upon it and watch enough of it to be like, what is happening? Like, who the, who, what the fuck is happening? Like, this is, how is this even on YouTube? Who the fuck is this idiot? Like, but what can you do? Like, I've worked hard enough to now 
paid to do a podcast every week, so you're watching it. Um, <laughs> so for the new for the new person that doesn't know what's happening, but yeah, anyone that's made it this far definitely knows what's up. Usually it's in the first like I think three or four minutes. They're like, is something going to happen, or is he just going to keep talking? What am I watching? I'm like you're fucking watching the What's Up Everybody podcast, dude. Welcome. Ooh, this is. Why is that so low temp? How long was I talking, Aisha? For a while? I thought it was only for like about a minute 30. Cormac. I need to sip my smoothie and I need to heat that a little more. It is what it is. I can't, I don't know what to tell you. That sounded horrible. Sorry. All right. Here we go again. I like to rub the torch. It's unnecessary, it does nothing. But it's cool looking, right? Kinda. Not really. Alright, let's go quick reheat. We'll blast it with a hot flame. Okay, there we go. I bet you it's honestly like 800 degrees because that was a really hot flame I was using. That's why it was so loud. Oh yeah, 768, 770. About 800 degrees. I knew I knew it was up there. So we're going to give that a second. Because Turpometer doesn't deserve to be in that little mini sun. So <laughs> let's give that a quick second. I know people that dab in the mid-700s. And they're just like another breed. They're savages. But honestly, it's because their dabs are so big. Because they need that to be that hot. Because once it hits the nail, it immediately cools it down to probably about like 600. Probably drops 100 degrees really quick. Like this is already down to five ten. Okay. I don't want hot dabs. I'll be I'll be f honest with you guys. I'm not really looking for a hot dab right now. Okay. It got cool out again in Colorado. The fucking weather here, guys, just keeps changing. It's nuts. My hands are cold and a little shaky right now. That looks like a good temp, honestly. That fucking carb cap shreds. <coughs> I love making these on the lathe now. <coughs> well, that was really good. Um, wow, I'm getting a different terp on that a little bit though. This time. All the papayas there still. Not so much of the creaminess, but I'm getting like a. I'm trying to figure what that is. That's the fun thing about like smoking like all these different types of hash and stuff is like even at different temps, you can get totally different terp profiles. It's, it's um. What, what the fuck is that though? I don't even know. It's almost like a sour candy. It's labeled sour papaya, so maybe I got the sour turp there. Yeah, that's definitely what that is. It reminded me of this um, old strain I used to smoke back in the day. Called, it was uh, named Sage and Sour. And uh, it was like in upstate New York. I don't know if it was out on the West Coast, too. I'm sure it was. probably came from the West Coast. But um, Sage and Sour. What was the seed company that did that, actually? It's been too long. It's been over a decade. I can't remember. But, <clears throat> yeah, 
there's a terp in there. It's like papaya and reminds me a little bit of that sage and sour I used to smoke back in the day. Wow, that's nice. So again, I mean, you could just buy one gram of hash, but then hit it in different temps and get totally different terp profiles if it's like a really high quality hash. Which this organic garden dog, I'm not sure who washed it, but from my buddy's garden. Man, I haven't even smoked these other pieces and I'm like, honestly, way too stoned. Let's see here, 14 mil double diffused, why not? We'll probably just talk about the giveaway piece. I don't know if we'll smoke it. Oh my God, so I'm stretching. I worked out this morning with my wife. Cass has been going with me to the gym now because she wants to work out even more even though she does fucking gymnastics and like aerials all the time and shit. She was like, oh, need to work out more. So I'm like, all right, we'll just go. You just work out more then. So she's been coming with me to my trainer. And um, I think I'm working harder because my wife is there. Because I want to, like, look, you know, tough and shit. But it's killing me, guys. I'm so sore. Like, and I don't, I've been with her for over 15 years. So I'm like, dude, do you really need to keep trying to impress her? But, like, I think I do. Because it's, like, it's more fun that way, right? So, but the impressing is starting to take a toll on the shoulders. Because... My trainer's like, wow, you never, you never done that much. I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm like, I'm trying to fucking impress this girl here. Brought this cool lady with me. Oh my god, I'm so stoned. This is really not so stoned where I'm like confused and feel stupid, but like, I haven't been smoking as much the past three weeks because like a lot of crazy shit's been happening in our personal life with people we love, and I just like. The weed hasn't been, the dabs haven't been really the thing that's been like helping me. It's just been like taking a hit off a joint and just like focusing on helping resolve things and helping people and not just being wicked fucking high and like just blowing things off. So I'll tell you what right now, I don't feel stupid or anything, but I feel like, whoa, dude, you really haven't been smoking a lot of hash because this shit is strong and it's so tasty. I can literally taste the love and energy my buddy put into his plants and his terps he's a little terp farmer he's like an og colorado grower too it's so cool he's a native here he's been here his family's from here it's just you know half the people i meet here are transplants you know they moved from somewhere else to come here you know it was like the promised land back in the day when things were being legalized and stuff and you know out of the few states that offered some sort of legalization colorado seemed to be the one back in the day that was just the most free with it so we came here and man, <clears throat> I've smoked a lot of different gardens. There's so many talented growers here, but I really, really do love smoking hash from people I personally know because I like to over-romanticize things and pretend that I can taste all the, you know, you know, hard work they put in because I know what it takes to grow good quality plants and what trust it takes to give it to someone to process and all the stresses and anxieties that are over the that maybe four months to the end of processing and then you finally have a finished product like so when it comes out wonderful from good people it tastes even better i don't know the hash is strong so i'm saying a lot of weird shit man well might as well uh take another dab right try this double diffused out i just cleaned it or rinsed it i don't even <clears throat> i don't even clean it with cleaner for the most part i just rinse water through it and honestly and i'm not using good water i'm using sink water so i'm trying to build up a really nasty water stain in the neck and then we'll do a video on removing heavy water stains in glass because there's a lot of people that have nice glass that have water stains and they're like how do i do it so i'll post up a short video <clears throat> it'll literally be probably like a two minute video it'll be fast it won't be anything crazy it'll be really simple to the point but it'll be something you can search for because i've talked about it before on the podcast i told people what to get 
but I get DMs all the time where people are like, I heard someone or you talked about it before. What was it again? I need to just have a video on my YouTube channel that's just easy to find. That's just like, oh, quick two minute video or a minute and 30 seconds of this is how you remove heavy water stands out of your pipe. Simple and easy, uh, safe. But we'll do that. We'll work on it, guys. We have a lot of ambition, but fucking life. Let me tell you, I'm not gonna even turn this on because I'm gonna. I'm just gonna get irritated. Um, <clears throat> Bick, mini torch. But yeah, life. It is really cool. It'll test you. It's fun, and it's been so exciting lately. Huh, Bane? Yeah. My dog's just over there grunting. You guys won't hear it, but. Maybe. All right. This nail looks clean though. Whoops, sorry, I just bumped the mic for anyone just listening to audio, sorry. And sorry for this torch noise. You might even want to turn it down for the next maybe 12 to 15 seconds. Because this just sounds horrible. It's like this whistling, I don't even know. Yes, yeah, sir, man. I can't wait for summer to finally be here. It's, we're getting close. It's, we still probably got a little bit more cool days ahead of us here in Colorado, but we have, we're getting close to summer. And when it does happen, I'm about to be going to skate parks and I'll post up the morning I'm going. So any locals that want to meet up and skate, if there even is any, who knows? Um, you can just like meet me at the park because I'm not going to get crazy with it because I got to protect my arms because it's how I feed the babies. But definitely want to get back into skateboarding because I like, I need to get my like, feet back into it before I start bringing my daughter into it. So that way, like, I can help her learn things and not be so, I have to get comfortable on a board again. So, yeah. I'm just trying to be preemptive about it because I feel like by the time she's four, she's going to be like ready to be like, let's fucking go skate. So, at least that's what I'm hoping. I just got my wife like this aerial gymnastics rig thing, which I'm like, I'm so scared that I got this thing for her. Cause, but she's wanted it forever like probably five, four years. I can't turn it on, one, two, three, and we did it. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, she's wanted this thing forever so that she can practice her fucking aerial stuff at home. And I finally got it for her and I know the baby's gonna be doing that. And then I'm gonna have a heart attack cause I'm like, everybody's, everybody's up in the air. What if they fall and hit their head? We got giant six inch crash mats, they're super thick, so. It's whatever, but I'm still like, I'm like, oh my God, I'm turning into this like weird, like parent that's like trying to keep everybody like, I'm not like crazy about it, but I get like nervous about like people like doing things now. Like where when I was younger, I was like, fuck it, go for it, jump. But now I'm like, wait, you might get hurt. <laughs> and that's what it is because, oh my God. So I'm like, I, it's almost like I hate getting old, older because I'm like such like a, I feel like such an adult now the way I think about things. That's annoying. Ooh, we gotta get our dab out. Oh, this is gonna be a tasty low temper. That's too big. Fuck it. Whatever. What can we do? Oh, yeah. Super low temp. Oh, no, she's smoking. Let's turn it a little bit, though. Really low temp. Oh my god, it was so it just it tastes so good. Tastes so good. And just to be clear, I'm not mad at Cormac, I'm just joking around. Okay, here we go. 
cool stuff. Whoa. This looks bad. This looks like I'm doing drugs. You know, that's the thing. You know, what can you do? Some of it just really doesn't look good. But, hey, tastes good. Still keeping it low time. I know that's going to be hot now. I mean, it is what it is, guys. They can't be all winners. Especially when you don't have your torch of butane. Now it tastes bad. Third reheat with mini torch doesn't taste good. Now here we are. <laughs> Smooth. I need you. Wow. Well, it's good to be back. I hope this is everything you guys were hoping for. Holy fuck, this is really... I want, we're gonna get more guests now that the fucking pandy is hopefully coming to a close. Or at least people are feeling more comfortable acting human again. So we'll start hopefully having more guests and we'll fucking just get stoned with people and have giggles and tell stories. I don't know why I said have giggles. You know, at this point I'm pretty stoned. I have a two and a half year old. I watch a lot of little kid shows. I watch a lot of shit with like trolls and a lot of shit with like princesses and there's like a lot of great stories in there and they teach you lessons but the narrative in the world i'm starting to live is i'll like think i'll see something happen in the world and i'm like oh this is like something that happened on princess sophia and i'm like what the fuck dude this is bad so i need to start watching something more i'm gonna start watching re-watching gladiator and 300 here today and try to reset the old you know Oh, I'm, I'm a warrior. Not like, oh, that's what happened to Sophia. Like, oh, that's what happened to Leonidas. And the fucking Persians tried to fuck him. But, wow, this, where's this gone at this point? Okay, let's get to try and talk about something that means something. Let's talk about the giveaway real quick, okay? We'll just show it off. For any, maybe a podcast listener will win this. Oh, yeah, and like, this is perfect. Anyone that made it this far, okay, for real. First five people to hit me up, okay, your choice of either a 10 mil micro or a 10 mil mini double diffused, your choice. If you hit me up and you just say shrimp donuts and I want either the 10 mil micro or the 10 mil mini double diffused, it's yours. Obviously, you got to pay for it. The micros, I think, are five and then the mini double diffused are seven, but hit up my wife in the emails. This is what those Easter eggs. I'm so stoned. It's not even making sense. This is so, I, I'd actually be surprised if someone hits me up for one of these. <coughs> but if you hit me up, first five people to hit me up, will get a piece made for them. Specifically, I'll sign it and everything. It'll be just for you from the podcast. We'll throw extra podcast gifts in there and stuff. And it'll be something special for you. Maybe we'll like signature it as like a podcast Easter egg number one or something like that on the, the Pelican or something. I'm not sure. But first five people to hit me up, you get a piece. Now let's talk about this giveaway. Okay, so 10 mil mini double diffused here. Uh, I'm really excited to give this one away. I've never given one of these away. I've given away a 14 mil one, the first one ever back in the day. And then somehow one of my original friends even the guy that made the podcast music, he ended up with it. He got it from the, the guy that won it like a year or two later or something. So now he has that number one triple-double 14 mil. I think he still has it anyways, hopefully. Even if he doesn't, whatever. No biggie. 
Um, but yeah, we're going to be giving this one away. I'll probably already be giving away at this point. Or maybe we could do it on Sunday because I don't have a Sunday sale this week. So maybe I could save it for Sunday as like a special thing for podcast and like anyone that's bored on the weekend. It's like a fresh start to the week. Uh, but you know what? There's only one winner. So maybe it's not a good start for the week. Maybe do it like right before the weekend. That way if everyone feels like they lost, then they can go out and hang out with friends or at least do something else over the weekend and reset. And by Monday, they forgot about it. Psychology. You really got to figure out when the right time to do it. You don't want to make everyone mad right before they go to work, probably. Hmm. I'll figure it out. <laughs> it's Wednesday, so I have time. Okay, but this is a 10 mil triple-double. Uh, these are, I mean, this one's a little extra tall. Um, I mean, that's one of the reasons, one of the reasons it's being given away. Um, but sometimes when you're, this is like one of the ones when I got back on the torch after I'm being on vacation, like, I was like, you should have started with a micro RBR and not like a triple double. And I started with a triple double and it like ended up giant. I was like, shit. But this one's a, a little extra tall, only by about an inch. Um, but yeah, so we're gonna give this one away. And she's a shredder though. I mean, I haven't taken a dab through it um, in a little bit. It's all clean for the episode, but we can put one more dab through it. I think we got enough time. Yeah, we got enough time for one more dab. Uh, I need a 10 mil. This one, because I need a redemption, Dad. That last one was a real mess. Um, but yeah, someone's going to be taking this piece home. And obviously, I mean, you can enter in Canada and the United States. I think we do the UK as well, but you have to pay for the shipping if it's going to the UK. Because sometimes shipping is like... Actually, no, I think my wife figured it out where it's like less than 100 bucks now. I don't know. I really don't know what I'm talking about. And honestly, I'm too stoned to even be trying to figure out what I'm talking about. So let's just warm up the nail and finish this shit. Show this piece off real quick and call it a day. We did it, guys. Episode 59. But let's definitely start getting more guests in here. I, I have a couple people that are ready. So we can uh, start getting more people in to just kind of hang out. Talk glass, talk hash, or tell funny stories, or whatever it leads to. I gotta clean this now real quick though. God damn. I'm gonna drink so much water after this episode. Totally forgot to bring my water out here. Critical mistakes, but you know, is what it is. But I cannot wait to have some water. Because that last dab, like, wasn't great. The three reheats. And honestly, the first one was really something. I must have taken it a little warm. There's, that's the only thing I can, you know, that's, that's what must have happened. But that thing slapped me right in the beginning. And this light is still on behind me. I mean, that's our greatest accomplishment, really, guys. That's the only thing that I'm like, oh, that's, you know, if that light would have been on, it probably would have been better, right? Because when I wasn't making sense, they could just stare off into that fucking glowing light behind me. It's a different color sometimes, which is cool. <clears throat> okay, Let's see here. Alright, here we go. This is how I do it because everyone uses my butane and they forget to turn off their blazers. And that's okay. But this is how I have to do it because of that. Try and keep it over here. 
so it's not as horrible of a sound, but it's still super loud. Oh yeah, it's getting hot. Definitely a little hash in there still. What can we do though? This blast one, folks. That's how it works. That's how we do it. Alright. <clears throat> Those Smith little torches are great, though, but they're also horrible. They fall apart really fast. But they're semi-affordable, and they're usually accessible. Most, most mini torches are fucking just <clears throat> hard to get, at least in my experience. But it's not like I'm out there trying to buy them every day. Maybe they're easy to get now. Hmm. I don't know if I want any more of that papaya. Oh, and this shit would make me, honestly, like, too stoned, too. Hmm. I guess I could just do a smaller dab, I guess. That's, like, really the only option when it when it comes down to it, folks. I mean, you can... It's... The hash is just... It's potent. Alright. This, more of this papaya, because it is just... Still the same size dab, whatever. It'll make the pipe look cooler. Actually, fill them with smoke, not just little bits of vapor. Look at that. First try right there. Doing a great job. <laughs> Sweet. Okay, we got a second. It's like 550. I'm going to take it around 480 because I don't want a hot dab right now. I've taken plenty of those and I'm ready for something a little bit more enjoyable, hopefully. And then I'll turn the piece a little bit like this. I should turn it like this so you guys can see this a little bit better. Okay. Man. What an episode. Dude, like, Aisha, we gotta have the outro music already playing, dude. You know? Just like some music going because I'm not even making sense right now. Shit's weird. But we're doing it. It shreds though. forget to sign up for the newsletter at bmsglass.com also do we have merch and everything on there so if you're looking to just scoop some uh, shirt hoodie mood mat whatever sticker packs we got all sorts of stuff there on the website if you're looking for that <coughs> we do have another sunday sale coming up <coughs> I'm, not sure, I'm not sure what day it is <coughs> maybe the 23rd of this month which is may yeah I think it might be the 23rd of May, but we'll post the official one. That's why you guys sign up for the newsletter, because I can't even tell you the right dates. You know, you got to sign up for that newsletter. BMSGlass.com. Easter egg people, hit me up. If not, no biggie. And whoa, <coughs> I got stretch. I feel horrible right now. Too many dads, honestly. It's what it is, though. This is the uh, What's Up Everybody podcast. Oh, what time is it? It's like... It's too early. What can you do? Have a great day, everybody. Episode 59. Oh, fuck. Oh.